If you love the History Extra podcast, make sure you follow us to keep up to date and get all the latest episodes. Thanks for your support, and I do hope you enjoy this episode. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash History Extra. Just go to Indeed.com slash History Extra right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional-level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Welcome to a rather festive History Extra podcast. I'm Rob Attar, and today I've been joined by our section editor, Charlotte Ho-Ho-Hojman. We've also been assisted by the BBC History magazine Carol Singers, who have performed this week's theme tune with tremendous skill, I'm sure you'll agree. For this week's episode, we're bringing you our annual Christmas podcast quiz. It's been compiled by Justin Pollard, who is a historian and author, and also one of the team who sets questions for the BBC programme QI. And just before I begin, I'd like to remind you that this podcast is put together by the team behind BBC History magazine, which is the UK's best-selling history magazine. We're available in all good news agents and on subscription. 
Plus, you can get hold of us digitally on the Kindle and the iPad. We've also recently launched on both the Kindle Fire and Google Play. Those editions are only available currently in the UK, but we hope to roll them out more widely soon. And just in time for Christmas, we've released a new iPad app called The Second World War Story. It's a full multimedia history of the conflict, featuring experts such as Anthony Beaver, Ian Kershaw and Max Hastings. And you can find that at the App Store now. Anyway, without further ado, let's get on with the quiz. There are 30 questions split up into five themed rounds. Some of them are multiple choice and some of them aren't. We'll read out the questions first and then after we've finished them all, we'll go through the answers. Best of luck, everyone. The first round is about food and to kick that off, here is Charlotte. Question one. Until 1851, when Turkey was introduced, what did Queen Victoria eat for her Christmas dinner? Question two. The word absinthe comes from the unflattering Greek absinthian, meaning what? A. Green monster, B. Vomiting, or C. Undrinkable. Question number three. Which of these was once the national drink of Scotland? A. Claret, B. Amaretto, or C. Vodka? Question four. What deadly poison was sold in Germany between the world wars with the slogan, Eat this and feel great? Question five. What is dragon's milk? You might also know this as Huff Cap, Go by the Wall, The Mad Dog, Lift's Leg and Stride Wide. Thanks, Charlotte. Now for round two, we've got Deadly Tudors. Question one. Which wife of Henry VIII chose the motto, The Most Happy? Question two. Approximately how many people did Henry VIII have executed during his reign? A. 5,000, B. 35,000, or C. 75,000. Question 3. How many witches were burnt at the stake in England during the 16th century? A. 1, B. 10, C. 100, or D. 10,000. Question 4. Which of the following was illegal in Elizabethan England? A. Fortune-telling, B. Money-lending, or C. Begging. Question 5. Richard Roos was a cook accused of poisoning his master. This so upset Henry VIII that he instituted a new form of punishment, specifically appropriate for this crime. What was it? And that is the end of round two. To take us through round three on literature, here's Charlotte again. Question 1. Colour-coded flags were flown before performances at 17th century theatres. What did the colours signify? Question 2. The first ever book in this genre was written in circa 330 BC by Archistratus. What was the genre? Question 3. This 20th century dystopian novella was initially rejected by publishers because, as the rejection letter states... It is impossible to sell animal stories in the USA. What was the book? Question 4. What was Beatrix Potter's first published work about? A. Relativity and air travel B. Rabbit control or C. Symbiosis in fungi Question 5. 
Even though it was in stock in most bookshops, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban didn't go on sale until 3.45pm on July 8th, 1999. Why did they go on sale at that precise time? Thank you, Charlotte. And now round number four on leaders. Question one. Which novel form of transport did the French Minister of the Interior escape the siege of Paris in 1870 in? Question two. The late Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother, was the last English monarch to hold which royal title? Question three. Who was crowned in the Hall of Mirrors at Versailles on January the 18th, 1871? Question four. Who was deposed in the November Revolution of 1918? And question five. Who was Miss Canary Islands 1936? Was that A, Carmen Miranda, B, Jennifer Lopez, or C, General Franco? And now on to round five, Rogues and Rebels, which Charlotte will go through. Question one. How long did the gunfight at the OK Corral last? A. Two days. B. Three hours. Or C. 30 seconds. Question 2. A Roman gladiator called Commodus took part in 735 fights and won every single one. What was the secret to his success? Question 3. Why did the mutineers from the bounty celebrate the Sabbath on Saturday for their first 24 years? Question 4. What was the first wife of Herod the Great called? A. Daisy B. Doris or C. Delia Question 5. He had a biscuit named after him and was born in a town after which a different biscuit is named. Name the town. Thanks again, Charlotte. And now we come to our final round, round 6, which is on Christmas. Question 1. Who died on Christmas Day, was buried, escaped and was finally laid to rest in a steel vault under six foot of concrete? A. Houdini B. Charlie Chaplin or C. Vlad Dracul Question 2 How many wise men came to see the infant Jesus? A. 3 B. 0 or C. Nobody knows Question 3 Where was the infant Jesus when the wise men arrived? A. In a stable B. In a meeting C. In a house Question 4. Which of the following can't you legally do in the UK on Christmas Day? A. Drink mead B. Your job or C. Someone else's job Question five, the last question in this round and in this quiz. How did good King Wenceslas die? A. Hypothermia B. He was taken up to heaven after feasting the peasants of Bohemia or C. He was murdered by his brother. We don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest, whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. 
It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapists anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash history extra today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash history extra. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash History Extra. Just go to Indeed.com slash History Extra right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Well, that's all for the questions. I hope you've all had a good go at that and perhaps got them all right. And we will now go through the answers. So um, to begin again with round one, here is Charlotte. Okay, so the answers for round one on food... Question one was, until 1851, when turkey was introduced, what did Queen Victoria eat for her Christmas dinner? And the answer was swan. Question two, the word absinthe comes from the unflattering Greek absinthian, meaning what? It was C, undrinkable. Question three, which of these was, the, was once the national drink of Scotland? It was A, claret. Question four, what deadly poison was sold in Germany between the world wars with the slogan, eat this and feel great? And it was radium mixed into chocolate. Question five, what is dragon's milk? You might also know it as half cap, go by the wall, the mad dog, lift leg and stride wide. It's ale or beer. The account books for the Percy family of Northumberland reveal that in 1512, the Lord and Lady shared a quart of beer and a quart of wine each day for breakfast. Their two children in the nursery, aged about eight and ten, shared a quart of beer at breakfast. At the court of Henry VIII, three ladies-in-waiting shared a gallon of ale between them each day at breakfast. Thanks, Charlotte. OK, well, I hope you've all got five out of five. I'm sure you have. It's now on to round two on Deadly Tudors. So the first question was, which wife of Henry VIII chose the motto, the most happy? And that was Anne Boleyn. Question two, approximately how many people did Henry VIII have executed during his reign? That was C, 75,000. Question three, how many witches were burnt at the stake in England during the 16th century? The answer there was A, just one. Isabel Cocky is the only woman recorded as having been burnt for witchcraft, as opposed to heresy, 
in 16th century England. Records show the burning, in 1596, cost 105 shillings and 4 pence. Question 4. Which of the following was illegal in Elizabethan England? And the answer was C. Begging, for which the punishment was death. And question 5. Richard Roos was a cook accused of poisoning his master. This so upset Henry VIII that he instituted a new form of punishment specifically appropriate for this crime. And the punishment was boiling alive. And now we come on to round three once again from Charlotte. And this one was on literature. So question one was colour-coded flags were flown before performances at 17th century theatres, but what did the colours signify? The answer was the type of play. White was for comedy, black for tragedy and red for history. Question two, the first ever book in this genre was written in circa 330 BC by Archistratus, but what was the genre? It was a cookery book. Question three, this 20th century dystopian novella was initially rejected by publishers because, as the letter stated, it is impossible to sell animal stories in the USA. The book was Animal Farm by George Orwell. Question four, what was Beatrix Potter's first published work about? It was C, Symbiosis in Fungi. And question five, even though it was in stock in most bookshops, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban didn't go on sale until 3.45pm on the 8th of July 1999. Why didn't they go on sale at that precise time? And the answer was, so that school children wouldn't bunk off school to buy it. OK, thank you, Charlotte. Now we're on to round four on leaders. Question one, which novel form of transport did the French Minister of the Interior escape the siege of Paris in 1870 in? And that was a hot air balloon. Question two, the late Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother, was the last English monarch to hold which royal title? And the answer was Queen of Ireland. Question three, who was crowned in the Hall of Mirrors at Versailles on January the 18th, 1871? It was Wilhelm I who was crowned Emperor of Germany here on that date. It was an event which marked the end of the North German Confederation and at the beginning of the German Empire, also sometimes known as the Second Reich. Question four, who was deposed in the November Revolution of 1918? That was Kaiser Wilhelm II. This rather forgotten about revolution was begun by mutineers in the German Navy and resulted in the abdication of the Kaiser and the subsequent German surrender in the First World War. And question five, who was Miss Canary Islands, 1936? I'm sure you all got this one. It was General Franco. In the run-up to the Spanish Civil War, Franco's refusal to come out openly in favour of the Nationalist High Command while he watched developments from the Canary Islands led to his own party nominating him Miss Canary Islands 1936 for his coyness. Now we move on to round five on rogues and rebels and this will again come from Charlotte. So the first question for round five was how long did the gunfight at the OK Corral last? It was C, 30 seconds. During that time, between 20 and 30 shots were fired from a range of about 10 feet and three members of the Clanton gang were killed. Question two was a Roman gladiator called Commodus took part in 735 fights and won every single one. But what was the secret to his success? The answer is that he was the emperor and so his opponents were told to lose and were given extra heavy weapons just in case. Question three, why did the mutineers from the Bounty celebrate the Sabbath on Saturday for their first 24 years? It was because they didn't realise that they had crossed the international date line. Question four was what was the first wife of Herod the Great called? It was B. Doris. And question five, 
He had a biscuit named after him and was born in a town after which a different biscuit is named. The town is Nice, the home of Gary Baldy. Thank you, Charlotte. And now we come on to round six. This was the final round and it was about Christmas. Question one. Who died on Christmas Day, was buried, escaped and was finally laid to rest in a steel vault under six foot of concrete? And that was B, Charlie Chaplin. Chaplin died on Christmas Day 1977, but shortly after his internment, a 24-year-old Polish car mechanic and his accomplice stole his body and attempted to ransom it back to his wife. They were caught and Chaplin was reburied in a steel vault under six foot of concrete to prevent any repeat performances. Question two, how many wise men came to see the infant Jesus? And the answer was C, nobody knows. The Bible doesn't actually say how many of them came to visit Jesus, but as they brought three gifts, it is assumed that there were three of them. Question three, where was the infant Jesus when the wise men arrived? And that again was C, in a house. According to Matthew chapter 2, verse 11, And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And question four, which of the following can't you legally do in the UK on Christmas Day? And the answer is B, you can't do your job. Under a statute from 1677, which has yet to be repealed, no servant or workman should do any worldly labours of their ordinary calling on Christmas Day. And question five, the last question of the round and the quiz, how did good King Wenceslas die? And the answer was C, he was murdered by his brother. Wenceslas, who was a prince but not a king, was stabbed to death by his brother on the way to church. And that is all for this week's quiz. I hope you you all did well. If you'd like to tweet your scores, feel free to do so at History Extra. And of course, you can come on our Facebook page as well, forward slash History Extra, to let us know how you've got on. But other than that, that's about all for this episode. And I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas. We will be back next week for the last episode of 2012, when we'll be discussing the First World War and a bit of Roman shopping. So do join us for that. The History Extra podcast is recorded in Bristol and produced, as always, by Dave Gibson. And now to sing us out, here are the BBC History magazine carol singers once again. collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.